Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio.
So we're going to go ahead and have a prayer by me and then have our brother Drew go ahead and give a scripture. So we'll go ahead and go to the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, letting us see another day. We thank you, Lord God, for just being so good and so merciful to us, Lord God. Lord God, we actually, Lord God, you just let us decrease as you increase, Lord God. Lord God, you actually let you just direct us, Lord God, in what we say and what we do, Lord God, that we may touch and be able to have answers to those who may have questions, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for this platform, Lord God. We thank you for this network. We thank you for this this uh, radio network, Lord God, that we're able to minister to those, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this topic, Lord God, that we'll be able to speak to others, Lord God, and be able to um, have those things that some of us have questions about, Lord God, and sometimes you don't understand certain things, but, Lord God, we actually use, use us through your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to be able to do the will of whatever you desire for us to do. And we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll be reading from First John 4, 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. But this you know, the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the archers, which you heard you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. Thank you for the reading of this word. So we're going to go ahead and get into the topic. We're going to talk about uh, is is it really prosperity or vanity, banning glory? Is it really prosperity or banning glory? And the reason we're talking about it is um, Drew uh, on last week spoke on um, – while we had our show last week, he was speaking on uh, Creflo Dollar about how he had um, requested that his members of his church uh, purchase mm-hmm. him another plane, private jet. And mm-hmm. he actually had broken down how and each person in, the, in his congregation would have to pay for him to get this second um, jet. And uh, we would just, you know, Talking about that, and I was like, that'd be a great topic to talk about for this weekend. And that's what we're definitely talking about. Not actually about Crystal Dow himself, but on the fact of prosperity preaching, on um, how there's, there's a root spirit out there where there's a lot of ministries going out and telling you, hey, if you do this, you'll, you know, you got to get, you'll get all this, what well, I have, you know, you'll have this bitly, you have this millions of dollars of this and that, and what we want to talk about is, you know, is it something that is really prosperity or is it something that people are talking about is this vainglory about how they're talking about what they have and not truly giving glory to God. You know, maybe put God in it, but God not really uh, ahead of it. So we wanted to talk about that, how we got to make sure that we understand that, first, that God is the reward of those who diligently seek him. And serve him. So um, it's not just monetary things, but, you know, good health, protection, those things that God gives to those that he um, 
seek to that, that seek to please him. So we make sure that we don't get caught up just thinking that you know that God is some kind of ATM. You know, we go to him and hey, I want to pull out this amount, or I want this, or I want that. You know, we, it comes it comes actually with a cost. You know, and I think mm-hmm. something that a lot of the prosperity preachers are a lot of times sometimes not even really putting out there is that they're not putting out the fact that they may start it off, you know, with nothing. And not saying the humble beginners where they had nothing and and they began to increase. And at the increase, lower the, lower the fact of where they began and how they didn't have much, you know. And I, and I know that for, uh, at least for my own personal experience, I remember uh, a bishop that, uh, from my home church, um, he, I remember him telling me how he had all his children. He had the, you know, they had to scrimp eating hot dogs and, you know, beans, and, you know, he barely had enough money to get on the toll to get back home from church, you know, and God, he had to look around the ground and look for change. So sometimes the church didn't give him enough money to even get gas or even get back home, but, you know, God provided. And then when he started having, you know, more things, you know, do God bless him be diligent, you know, he got a house built and had a nice car and this and that, and people looking at, wow, why he get this? But they don't know his his past or what he struggled with with his children and his family and being diligent and faithful to God. So I think when we had these prosperous preachers who, you know, sit there and talk about what they got or what they want people to give them, you know, really show people that it's more to that than having things. So, you know, do you, what what's some of the things that you have found out or, you know, shown to uh, find out about this topic? Well, first of all, you know, that's why it's always important that when they say when the preacher when when you when you go to church and the preacher preaches, it's up to you to find out what he's preaching about. Meaning look look at look at it for yourself. I had this discussion with a couple of my friends uh, a couple of weeks ago and we was talking about this very top uh, subject and they were saying to me, what do I think about all this, about what, you know, Criffle Dollar and all, all that stuff. And I said, well, like I'm saying now, you don't listen to man, listen to God. Don't serve man, but serve God. Meaning, if, okay, if, if, if a preacher is telling you something, okay, that's what you're saying? Okay, uh, I'm going to go in the Bible. I'm going to look for myself to see what you're saying is true. Because sometimes, you know, some of these churches today, They'll start off well. Okay, we're going to go to John three sixteen, and then they go on into their own path and their own words, and not even it's not even associated with the Bible. And you have the congregation, you have the people there listening to the pastor and believing what the pastor's saying, instead of okay, let me go and do my homework and let me see what he's saying is true. Let me see if if it lines up to what the Bible says. You know, a lot you know, a lot of us don't do that now. They we take the what the pastor says because we saw what the pastor came from. He had like you said, or he has these cars, nice house. So I'm believe what the pastor said because look what he has. Instead of looking in the Bible and see what he said is true or not. Now when you see when you when you hear when I hear stuff about pastors um bragging about what they have and um asking the congregation to buy them something or if you don't, I read somewhere um, one of the pastors said it's a sin not to 
give to give to the pastor and to help him. You're supposed to help the pastor. And I'm like, okay, when I when I when I heard this, I said, how is the sin not to help you? And I didn't get, I didn't understand what you know why he said that. And when I heard this about Crystal Dollar, he wanted the congregation to, to chip in to buy him a uh, jet. That shocked me, you know, because you know I, I you know I usually watch him on TV, and um, and, and I heard of him for a long time, so I was shocked to hear this. I thought it was this, it was false. I thought it, was, it wasn't real, but he actually said this, and this this kind of stuff that draws people away. Because if you if you have people that's going to the Lord and try trying to trying to change their life around and come to the Lord and they and they come to the Lord and they and they find a church home and they start going to church and when they hear stuff like this they turn away oh he just want money and I, I think it was very disgusting when when I when I heard this and I'm like why he can't fly jet blue like everybody else you know. And it, yeah. it just—it was really disgusting when I heard that, and it's like that's why people fall away. That's why a lot of people say fall away. Oh no, I don't go to church, or no, nah, well, um, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that because look, look what he's doing—they—they they, they just want your money. You know, it's, every every preacher's not like that. Now I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anybody or anything like that. You know, he has to deal with that, but. What I'm saying is you can't listen to man. You have a responsibility yourself. If I tell you, Kel, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, go across the street, go to that store, they give they giving out money. Now it's up to you to find out if it's true or not. I could be mm-hmm. lying. You know, I could I could have you I could be having you set up to go in and get robbed or something. You know, you have to find out you you you're an adult, you you you're grown. You have a, 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 a responsibility to look for yourself. When somebody tell you something, especially a pastor or a preacher, tell you something about, or anybody, a prophet would tell you about God or God. God sent me to you to ask you to give me a hundred dollars, and He didn't tell you why or for what. Just give me the hundred dollars. God told me to ask you this. I've seen that a lot on on television. And then I see people giving out money, giving this, just giving out. And one, a couple of shows I've seen that, you know, and like oh, Sunday services on on TV where the pastor will come out and like, God told me, go in your checkbook now and 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 make a check out for a thousand dollars. And you see people um, taking out their checkbook and and writing a thousand dollars check and giving it to the pastor. I'm like, wow, this 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 what it's about? This can't be true. This is not God. God wasn't about money and stuff. I mean, yes, God God will provide you money. But like you said, God's not an ATM. I mean, you have to you have to be faithful to God. You got to really believe in him and trust him. You got to obey him. He will see he knows your heart. He knows if you're lying or not. So this this right here is you no, know, it's not it's not it's not God. That's 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 the devil. Mhm. Because if you, if you, like you said before about how, you know, like, not like you're not focusing totally on, on, on Creflo, but when you said something about Creflo with the 
requesting the private claim, what I may uh, point to that he's asking for another. I mean, he he has one already. He doesn't. It's not that like he doesn't have a jet already. He has a jet already. He's looking oh. to get another one. So my thing is this: you know, we do know that we have our own minds and and we are able to discern things, especially being adults, and know that okay, is asking for. I'm not saying the pastor got a Bentley already. He's like, oh, you know, what the church go buy me another Bentley. He's like, what's wrong with the first one you got? You know, and that's the thing we got to really use our mind and, and and really especially use the spirit of God to direct us when we do. You know, uh, something that when you said about uh, the pre- a preacher said it's a sin not to give to him, and what that where it comes from it was something that me uh, the friend of mine, um, pastor friend of mine was talking about, saying how you know you say your prosperity preachers talking about you know not to give you'll get this it's a sin or you'll do this it's wrong, and what that comes from that comes from the Levite. Um, the fact that any man or woman that's in uh, pastoral or ministry is that the church is supposed to provide and take care of them because you got to remember when the twelve tribes were were uh, given their their part their part of their inheritance. You got to remember the Levites, Aaron's tribe or Aaron's you know children was not given any anything. It was not given any inheritance. Because their inheritance mm-hmm. came through the through the temple, so when someone mm-hmm. gives to the temple or to the church, what that translates to is to a man and woman of God that when you provide your tithes and offering, that's supposed to support the man and woman of God. So it was it, it was a sin if you did not do diligently correct and give to the temple or to the to the house of God, because that's not just took care of the house of God, but also took care of the man of God or woman of God. So when a minister uses that, that's one thing. That's why it's important that we read our word. That's important that we we study work. And when people sit there, they're like, "Man, why they said that?" And I remember I didn't know that, and I'm like, I, "I mean, I read the Bible. And this sort of thing is like, oh, okay, you just take it as you know face value. But a lot of things we got to take it say, okay, God, uh, what does this mean? You know, and then that's what a lot of uh, if you hear some preachers use the word, they use the word to manipulate people. They use the word like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, God didn't give you that house because your faith wasn't strong enough. And then you start questioning your faith. You know, God, yeah, right. I, you know, I had my rent, and I just took that rent. I felt, you know, you were trying to give me something, and, and this man of God said that, and I believe he was saying something from you, and I gave it, and, and this didn't happen. And then somebody, mm-hmm. and you ever get to that person, and say, well, I, I, I gave my my money, and I, did, I didn't get where I was supposed to get. I was, I was leaving God for it. Well, and must, must God must have another plan. Well, God, you know, and they'll, they'll just, you know, put God out there like, you know, well, you got God to do it because, you know, he, he changed his mind or he didn't mean he was going to do it another way or, you know, you have enough faith, you know. So it, it, it's, a, it's almost like a game. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. every person that's out there are prosperity, but you, you have to learn and discern that we mm-hmm. have to know, you know, when those to come out and speak to you and say, "Hey, you know, do this, you know, get that," you got to go to God. This is try the spirit by the spirit. You know, you got to be mm-hmm. able to go to God and say, "You know, uh, like I said, I was looking at uh, Ephesians five, chapter five, verse six and seven. This is the English Standard Version. It said, "Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of this thing, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them." So when you sit there and you hear someone come to you, man and a man of God, a woman of God, minister, pastor, or whoever, 
and they're saying something to you, don't let them deceive you in the words. I mean, don't don't let them come to you with just some something that you hoping for. Like, I was hoping God to get me a new car. I was hoping God to, you know, buy me, get me a new house and this and that. And you, and you had this hope and desire, and they say something, you just, oh, that must be God talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to sit there and go there and say, don't be partners with them. You have to know, let me go to God. Say, God, this is what you want me to do. This is something that you desire me to do. Try the spirit by the spirit. You know, by mm-hmm. the spirit of God, see, to God, you know, I know I'm still with your spirit. I want to make sure that what I'm saying, I'm hearing and saying to being said to me is something from you. You know, because mm-hmm. you remember the enemy knows the word. When Satan came to Jesus, right. he, he said the word. He knew the word. He knows the word. He was he was one of God's archangels. Mm-hmm. He was he he was one of one of the most beautiful angels God has made, and it said that he he was in the presence of God. You know, it was scripture mm-hmm. saying that how he even held up the throne of God. So mm-hmm. to hear that that this point of this what the enemy Satan had in his position in in heaven, you think he don't know the word? You don't think he could say words like that? He said he could he could make himself into an angel of light. So we sitting here right. thinking like, oh, you know what? Yeah, the devil will tell me something to do this and you know do that, mm-hmm. and you know what? You gotta be able to sit there and say, what God? What do you desire me to do? Don't sit there. You mm-hmm. gotta use use the word of God and say, God, through their word, your word say this. So we gotta make sure we we, we have it studied up and 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 and, and read up in the word and, mm-hmm. and spirit felt because a lot of people are being led, just being led, right. just, you know, listening to what people are saying, not knowing. It just it's just sometimes empty words. It's just words being said and people just grab onto it. You know. Mm-hmm. So what else? What else you have um, on this topic? Well, it's, it's like it is. It's like um, let's go back. Um, how many years? I have to say three years, three years when um, everybody thought the world was going to come to an end. It was this one guy that was saying that the world was coming to an end. Yeah, it was all that. over the, it was all over the news. It made news, and the man, this man said, the world was coming to an end. The volcano is going to erupt somewhere in some country, and then this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. People sold their house. People quit their jobs and and met him or some somewhere met this guy somewhere. They they drove the cars off the, off a lake or, or into a lake or something like that. Everybody was doing that. Everybody was selling their homes, quitting their jobs, everything, giving everything up because of this one man. And when that day came, because I remember that day clearly, everybody was scared out of their minds. <laughs> and um, and I remember I was on the train. And I was going to my mother's house, and I seen everybody reading their Bible, reading their Bible, out of fear. Not out of, oh, I want to read the Bible, but out of fear. I have never seen that before, that the whole car, everybody was reading their Bible. It was all young people. Uh, they were doing it out of fear. They wasn't doing it because, uh, you know, I want to praise the Lord. I wanted to, No, they were doing it out of fear. So that day came, and they said, remember that guy, the guy said it's going to happen around 6 o'clock p.m. It was on a Saturday. Everybody was looking at the TV. I'm like, wait, I was like, wait a minute, man. Does the Bible say that man do not know what, what hour, what time of day? Jesus is going to come in a thief. I mean, God, Jesus is going to come in a thief on the night. Do, they, they don't know this. Obviously, they don't believe that. They believe what man is telling them. And then when this thing didn't happen, they uh, somebody went to this guy's house. 
knocked on his door. He didn't want to answer the door. And when he did answer the door, he said, I have no comment. That's why you cannot always listen to men when men say something. Deal with God because, see, like that, you said, the devil know, knows how to play with our minds. You know, he knows that you have, you know, uh, have, you know some of us have weak minds, and, and you know, and um, we will believe anything if men say something about God. If God come, the word God comes out of somebody's mouth, they're going to listen. But it doesn't mean it's true. That's why it's so important to, to, to know the word. In the Bible, you know Jesus, God said Jesus is going to come in a thief in the night. You're not going to know. You're not going to know when he's coming. He's coming. That, that's true. But you don't know when. And, it, and that's why it's so important. You cannot listen to man. You got to listen mm-hmm. to God. That's right. And like I said, and about the, these false prophets, you know, and it says in Second Corinthians 11, Verse 13 through 15, it says, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disgusting themselves, I'm sorry, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. But it's also in first second Peter second and uh, uh verse I'm sorry, chapter two, verse one and three, but false prophets also arose among the people just such just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who brought them they're uh, bringing them, bring them, bring upon themselves swift, destructive, and many will follow their uh, sensual sensuality, and because of them, and the way of their truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their combinations from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. So we gotta remember that you know these can be false prophets, and they're gonna be coming out. And they gonna you know seem like you know godly and holy and but they that word says they gonna be like uh, Satan disguising himself as um, angel of light and his also this also his servants disguise so it doesn't mean other demons and spirits disguise themselves as angel of light also so you could be fooled and you can know mm-hmm. that being flesh and being human that you have you are fallible that you have fallible characteristics. That you're able to sit there and be fooled, and you gotta sit there and say you gotta lean through the spirit of God, and not sit there and just think well, every word that come out of man that's in a pulpit or or on a TV that got a cross behind them that that they actually speak for God. You know, you gotta go to the Word of God and make sure that you know the truth. And they're gonna exploit you. They're gonna give you false words, like like it says in Second Peter two, verse one three. We gotta make sure we know that what's being said to us is from God. God cannot lie. It's not as in part of his characteristics. So if somebody sit there and tell you, well, you know, the world's going to end next week. You know, it comes by, I will never believe no more that what that person said. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put my brain that they even near what God is calling them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to make sure that we, we remember that. Because a false prophet, anyone that says something that, that God told them that, yeah, you do this, and it's going to happen, like, mm-hmm. like you said, no one knows 
It's not even the son of God knows during the time mm-hmm. when he's going to be back to come. Uh, now, now, some people debate, you know, that he didn't know why he was on earth, and he know now. But the fact is, mm-hmm. no, there's no angel knows, and no, no, no man or woman on earth knows when God going to send Jesus back to this earth. So when no one says mm-hmm. that the end of the world going to happen this way or that way, no. You got to go, go, go to your word and know what the word of God say. So in closing, Drew, mm-hmm. What do you have to say to our um, our viewers and listeners on this topic before we um, sign off? Well, uh, let me just read John fourteen six. Jesus said to him, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to to the Father except through me." That means you have to uh, accept Jesus in your life. You got to study His Word, like you know, like we always say every week. You have to study his word. You got to open the book up every day. That's your that's your energy. That's your food. You know, that's your supply. You know, without that, you 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 you're, you're gonna be vulnerable to the devil. That's why you, every morning, every, every before you go to bed, when you wake up, open that Bible, read read a word, read read a scripture. That's your weapon. That if you have that, no one can't say nothing to you, and you're gonna just you know be um believe everything. You know, uh, it's important to listen to God than man. Man can tell you something, see for yourself. See if it lines up with, with the word of God. Amen. And something that came to me when you said that was that uh, I was thinking about what, when Peter and Jesus was talking, and Jesus told Peter, said, the devil seeks to shift you as weak, uh, shift you as, as weak, that he, he seeks to, you know, break you up and 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 shift you around and, and and put you through the shifter. And you know, we know when I, I guess I remember my mother made cake. She had a shifter. She put some flour in there and made the grain even smaller because mm-hmm. she went through the shifter. And that's something what the enemy and the devil wanted to do to Peter. But Jesus said to him, "Said no, but I pray that you that that you will stand. That I pray for you. You know that he praying for him that." He'll be able to get. He, he'll get through it. He's gonna get through that. That he pray against what the enemy's trying to do, and we gotta make sure that we sit there and we pray for God. Purpose, perfect will be done in our lives, and not allow just things happening. So God, you know, I, I, you you continue to you know protect me and, and be the interceder that you are for me, because the, the devil seems seek out to kill and steal and destroy, and that's what I say. God, he, he decided to give us long life. And he, said, and he also said that he desired that our soul prosper as we prosper. He said he desired that you prosper as your soul prosper. So it's, it's not a connection just by finances. He wants you, your soul to prosper as you prosper. You know, health and, and finance and everything else. So we want to make sure you understand that God wants you to prosper, but not the way the people of this world and these many ministers are telling people, oh, we will send me $1,000, and God, you know, surely bless you. And if God told you something that He gonna tell you to do something, and, and you hear them, you know the Lord's um, voice and Lord, um, bringing you to do something, then you make sure that you follow that. But you make sure, like Drew said, not to follow what man said, but you make sure that if what man is saying is of God, then you follow what God is saying to do through you. You mm-hmm. something be something that God had not told you already to do. That somebody on TV comes and tell you, oh, I didn't know to do that, and I'm just gonna do it. So we just make sure that you just pray that you. Be steadfast and, and unmovable in God's word and make sure that you move when the spirit of God directs you and moves you to do what he desires you to do because you know God cannot lie and God cannot say anything. He said everything that he stands on, he created, 
will pass away before any of his word come back to him uh, void. So we got to make sure we understand that and, and, and be faithful in that. So we thank you for your time with us on this afternoon and just uh, pray that you have a blessed and wonderful Resurrection uh, Sunday. You know, this week is a celebration for uh, Christians that celebrate Easter for this, this coming up Sunday, and we thank God for what he's done, what his sacrifice were, what he, what the price that he paid for us, for a wretch like us. But he did it because he, he, he desired to do it. It was within his heart and love for us that he died and that he was obedient to his father unto death, that we would not be um, castaways, but also sons and daughters of Christ Jesus, of sons and daughters of God, and heirs with Christ. So we pray that you just have a blessed week, celebrate and glorify God for what he has done by sending his son Jesus for us and dying on the cross, and you just have a blessed week and safe week. And we will definitely look forward to talking to you all and speaking on another topic on next week. So you have a blessed weekend. And a blessed week. God bless. I go down. Down. He go up. I go down. Down. He go up. I go down. Down. He go up. He increased while I increased. Now it's real tough. Tell you what's real never was about me. Thought I was so cool with the Nikes. I just want everybody to like me. Scratch that, now I'm a soldier in the army. Huh? Tell me what to do, boy. Is it God or the world you choose, boy? God showed his love by laying down his life for my sins. So I'ma need some obedience, Lord. Revive, revive, make me alive, alive so I can get low, get low, and you can get high, get high, huh? Got me feeling like Elijah. I got that double portion, I got that fire. And it ain't got nothing to do with me. It's my grace that I'm free, so I'm boasting in the king. What's up? I go down. Down. He go up. Uh, I go down. Down. He go up. Uh, I go down. Down. He go up. He increased while I increase. Now it's real tough. I go down. Down. He go up. Uh, I go down. Down. He go up. Uh, I go down. Down. He go up. He increased while I increase. Now it's real tough. I go down. He go up. It's him up and he is worthy. Feeling like Elijah on my John 3 and 30. Christ took my sin, so grace, love, mercy. He is living water. I will drink. I am thirsty. Luke 9, 23, forget about me. Picking up my cross on faith. I am dope free. And the road is narrow. Looking for me, that's where I'll be. When I'm on the stage, step back. Let I am preach. Oh, God. I lose my life just to save it. Pharisees are rocks, I don't run, I embrace it. Tend to feel myself when they be saying that I make it. And I know the fact that I'ma fall if I make it. So Lord, I'm asking that you take the front. I'ma take the back, the glory's all yours. And you took my faults and my flaws. I was found when I was lost. Me less, you more, I got em. 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 He increased while I increased, that is real tough. I go down. down. He go up. Uh, I go down. down. He go up. Uh, I go down. down. He go up. He I increase while I increase. Now it's real top. Yeah, you know that's real top. Yeah, you know that's real top. <laughs> yep. You know what it is. We in the building. Four walls down. CB. One three. We the team.